It's February, and that means two things. It's Groundhog's Day, and it also means that 96% of people have already forgotten their New Year's resolutions, and they're about to live the same year over again. But not you, because for the month of February, my free gift to you is your golden ticket to a new year. With my Brave Vision Blast Off Workbook, you will gain clarity, which is the number one reason why most women quit. They don't know what to do. So find out what you're called to do, harness your energy, gain momentum, reach your goals this year, and experience a brand new year, not just another year. Don't leave your success to chance. Go to braveheartedwoman.com forward slash vision blast off to get your free download today or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. Hey, beautiful women. This is Dawn Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and you're listening to The Bravehearted Woman. This is a podcast designed to help you find your brave so you can live out your beautiful vision. I have been working with women for years, and now I want to help you too. I'm here to awaken the brave heart inside of you so you can ignite the flame of your vision, you can reach your goals, and achieve your dreams. Come on, let's get brave. Hey, Braveheart women, it's good to be with you again. This is always such a special time to come to you and talk about important things that help you stay brave, help you continue on in your courage, uncovering your vision, living your best life. So not too long ago, I thought I would take a stab at writing some poetry. I don't know how great it is. You know, poetry doesn't always have to rhyme, okay? So this does not rhyme, but I want to share it with you today. It's called Now I Step. Today I am a soul set free. I dream, I choose, I believe in my future. I am brave, I am determined, I am powerful. Now I step into the new me. I am no victim, I am not lost, I am not defeated. I am a daughter of purpose, God's called, chosen, and loved. Now I see with eyes of vision, I clearly walk the path God has for me. Now my mind is made up. I am determined. There's no looking back. With fierce execution, I step into the plan. I seize the moment. I am now. So why did I share that with you? Because today, that's what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about seizing the moment. I want to talk to you about the gift that you've been given with life. And all too often, whether it's because of trauma, whether it's because of neglect, whether it's because of fear or busyness or any number of things, we miss life's greatest opportunities. So many women just say, you know, I'm just kind of laying back. I'm just existing. You know, my kids are gone now. So now what? What is there for me? I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't really know how I want to spend the rest of my life or my years. Well, that cannot be us women. That cannot be us. So today I want to talk to you about seizures. Yeah, no, not that kind. Not not the kind where you're shaking and 
you're struggling like physically, I want to talk about seize yours. Seize yours. Seize your moment. Okay, so we're going to talk about that today on this episode of The Bravehearted Woman. So what does it mean to seize? Well, it means to take hold of suddenly and forcibly. It's like you would grab or snatch something, grasp something, lay hold of it, be firm, grab onto something, take or clutch or pluck. So when we talk about seizing, we're going to say with, with vigor, with vision, with enthusiasm. We're going to grab onto life. Can you, can you feel it? Can you sense that as I'm describing those words for you? Instead of just kind of easing into it apathetically, maybe a little bit apprehensively or even reluctantly. No, we, we, we want to live the kind of life where we wake up in the morning and we seize the day. We seize the moment. We grab onto it. In fact, that's the first thing. I just want to share four things that I want to encourage you all to be seizing in this, okay? And the first one that I want to talk about is seize your mornings. Yeah, you've got to take control of your mornings. Do you know that getting up early, it doesn't make things easy? but it does make things happen. Did you know that? And so seizing your moments are critically important. Successful people know this. They have it in common. They get up early. In fact, many successful people begin their day around 4 a.m. They don't start working until about 8 a.m. But in a 2016 report published in the Wall Street Journal, It says that 4 a.m. might be the most productive time of the day because they lack distractions and it helps those early birds focus. So that is found to be true that despite the feeling of, you know, rubbing your eyes and feeling lethargic and kind of fumbling your way to the coffee maker, feeling tired, in actuality, the early morning is the time of day when we have the highest reserves of energy. And so thanks to building them up during our sleep, if we've slept well, we wake up in the morning, you can use that energy more efficiently. So you're really not tired. You feel tired, but if you'll allow your body to to wake up a little bit, you'll discover that you have a lot of energy at your disposal. I found for me that the most productive time of my day is as soon as I wake up. So creating a morning routine is essential for a successful life. Waking up earlier than usual will give you ample time to focus on your goals. Conquer the day, you know, and you'll have more energy, more mindfulness, more strength. But you just don't wake up to do nothing. You wake up early to start a powerful morning routine of things that become habits. The habitual morning routine for you. I have what I call my 606 rise. I get up at six. If I wake up earlier, that's great. Sometimes I don't need an alarm clock, but I do these six things before I start my day. I pray, I meditate, I read, I journal, I exercise, and I listen to a learning podcast. I take in that content. For A Forbes magazine article listed five common things that CEOs and very successful people, top achievers, they do this before 8 a.m. So utilizing your morning time is critically important because that's when you generally have the most control over your time as well. There's not a lot of people that are going to interrupt you at 5 or 6 a.m. in the morning. So here's what they do. The five things that successful people do, they exercise, they map out their day, they eat a healthy breakfast, 
they visualize and they make the day top heavy, which means they schedule the most important things at the beginning of the day. So that's their list. But whatever it is, seize your mornings. Get those mornings under control. Don't just roll out of bed haphazardly. Don't be running late and throwing the kids in the car and trying to get them to school or grabbing your briefcase or working right away. Be kind to your mind and your creativity. And that's the second thing I want to talk to you about. Seize your mindset. It's Carol Dweck, PhD. She's widely regarded as one of the world's leading researchers in the field of personality and social psychology and developmental psychology. She wrote a great book in 2006. It's called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. And there she begins to develop two types of mindsets. I'm going to ask you today, what kind of mindset do you have? She talks about a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. The growth mindset is expansive and it's there's lots of freedom in it. It says this, I can embrace lifelong learning. I believe intelligence can be improved. The person with the growth mindset says, I'm just going to put in more effort to learn. And I believe that effort will lead to mastery. And I believe that failures are just temporary setbacks. I'll see them as learning curves. And a growth mindset says, I'm going to look at feedback as a source of information. It's going to help me. They say, willingly, I'm going to embrace challenges. I'm not going to be crushed by challenges. In a growth mindset, I'm not feeling stupid and ashamed. I'm seeing this challenge as something, oh yeah, I can give that a try. Those with a growth mindset view others' success as a source of inspiration. If they can do it, I can do it. Good for them. And a growth mindset, they view the feedback as an opportunity to learn and grow. So that's a great mindset. And Carol Dweck said that when she saw people that had this mindset, she could begin to measure it. She started with students and she said those with that growth mindset, they went on to be very successful But there's another kind of mindset. It's called a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is a very limiting mindset. And this is what it says. A fixed mindset says, I believe that intelligence and talent are static. You you have it or you don't. You can't grow. You can't learn. I believe that uh, I will avoid challenges because I have to avoid failure. The fixed mindset says, I ignore feedback from others. What do they know? It's just criticism. They're just jealous. And so we dismiss it if you have that kind of mindset. Or feel threatened. A a fixed mindset feels threatened by the success of others. A fixed mindset. They're going to hide flaws so as not to be judged by others. So I don't want to be judged by you. So I I don't want you to see the real me. I've got to wear masks and I've got to hide my flaws and I've got to make excuses. They also believe that feedback is personal criticism. We kind of touched on that. You're picking on me. The world is out to get me. I'm a victim and everybody hates me. A fixed mindset says that I believe that putting in effort is worthless. It's fruitless. So why bother? I'm not wasting my time. They quit very, very quickly. They give up very easily. So what kind of mindset do you have? I'd like you to commit to and think about the prospect of saying, I want to see how many that I said yes to on the growth mindset chart 
And how many did I say yes to on the fixed mindset chart? Because you can make those changes. You have the power to choose. What's your mindset about you, your identity? What is your mindset about your life and your circumstances? About obstacles and adversities? What's your mindset about failure? Is your mind filled with empowering thoughts of, I can do this, I'm growing? Or as one teacher said, I can't do this yet, but I will. I can learn, I can grow. Really powerful thing to teach your kids, by the way, too. Or are you battling with limiting and false beliefs that disempower you? Do you feel yourself kind of ruminating over thoughts that leave you feeling frustrated and they leave you feeling stuck and defeated? You know, if you don't have the right mindset, if you allow those scary thoughts in your head, those scary thoughts create feelings and those feelings create behavior. And that behavior, well, that creates the world that you're living in right now. That's your reality. You're living in whatever you've chosen, whatever you've created through the way you think, through the way you speak, and the way you act. So speak what you want to become because it will probably come true. Words do create, right? We're not supposed to speculate about the future. We're supposed to create it. So seize your mindset. Make sure that you're dwelling on things that are powerful and true and right and good and noble and uplifting. Make sure your mindset is filled with growth. Words that say, I can learn, I can stretch, I'm not embarrassed, I am on an adventure. This can be exciting, this is fun. I can be goofy, I can laugh at myself. I don't have to be perfect, no one is, but I can enjoy this moment. Instead of fear-ridden and bound up and embarrassed and shy and timid and living small and living in this limited, closed-in, trapped, whew, man, don't do that to yourself. You get to choose. And how about this? This is the third one that I want to share with you. Seize yours. Seize your moments. The word, What is the word? Carpe diem. Seize your moment. Don't live with regret because you missed a moment. And don't miss your moment because you failed to prepare, right? Because when preparation and opportunity meet, that's success. So you should be living like you expect opportunity to come. And it's just days away. So I am preparing. I am getting myself ready. If you have something on your vision board that says that, that you're going to be a, a great writer. I'm going to write a book. Perhaps that's on your vision board. Then live like you know that's going to come true. Live like you know that you're going to get an opportunity to share your book proposal with a publisher or you're going to meet an editor. Live like you believe that. Take steps and prepare. I like what Theodore Roosevelt said. It is not often that a man can make opportunities for himself but he can put himself in such a shape that when or if the opportunity comes, he is ready. Wow, yep, that's powerful, isn't it? So opportunity will knock. Now, it does knock on the door during the most hectic of days, so be careful that you don't miss it. Do your best to take full advantage of opportunity. I mean, sometimes opportunity is disguised looking like work or looking like, oh, that's anybody could do that. But say yes to the opportunities that open up before you. When these doors open up before you, they can lead to your path of purpose. This is one step led you to this. You didn't see it from where you were, 
But because you walked through that door, you got a brand new perspective and now you can see the purpose in it and the opportunity and how creative God was to put you in that place. So take advantage of the opportunities that put you into the culture or the environment that you feel called to. Again, if you feel like writing, then go to a writer's conference prepared. If you love children, then serve in your church uh, nursery or get a job at a daycare or be willing to be a provider for, for children. It could open up opportunities for you. If you're an entrepreneur, jump on that webinar. There's free webinars all over the place. You can't buy them all for sure, but jump on those. Learn. Be, be discreet. Be discretionary on what you're doing, but don't miss the opportunity. If, if you can join an online group somewhere that's talking about the subject that you enjoy and someday see yourself doing, get involved in that. If your thing is health and fitness and you want to lose weight, then you're not going to you know, find that in a candy store. Get in a gym. And you might think, oh, I feel embarrassed in the gym. Listen, everybody's proud. When, when you see anyone in the gym that's maybe a little bit out of shape or they feel like they have some pounds to lose or they're of a certain age, any gym I've ever been a part of, people feel good for you, man. And even if they don't think that, so what? They're not living your life. They're not going to your funeral. They're not crying for you. So why are we living our life caring about what other people are going to say? We don't. All right, here's the last thing I want to talk to you about. Seize yours. Seize your musings. Yeah, I had to get that last M in there, but I want to talk to you about being creative and you got to seize that moment. Do you have a habit of writing things down? I don't remember who said it, but someone once said, if you think it, ink it. Capture your creative juices. Get a journal. Write creative ideas on it or use your phone. But honestly, there is a part of your brain that opens up when you actually begin to write. Because when you speak into your phone, you're using the logic center. But when you write with your hand, you're actually opening up the part of your brain where creativity and innovation, where all of those things and inspiration live. So I would really recommend writing it down, but capture it in any way that you can, because you only have a few seconds. They say less than seven seconds. I mean, I tell you, there's times where I think about something and I don't have my notebook handy. And so I start scrounging for a pencil and I'm looking for a piece of paper. And then I get the pencil and the paper and I'm thinking, now what was that that I was going to write down? I don't even remember. It took too long. So you have to keep it nearby. I keep a little one in my purse now. So all I have to do is pull out this little mini little tablet there and I have it right there but however you can capture it but seize your musings take a small step make sure that you you just start writing down little ideas so that they don't leave you and pretty soon you might feel or begin to see a little bit of a theme there or a pattern you're unleashing your creative self and you might discover that there's something that the true self inside of me is longing to do and maybe I'm not letting her express that. Or maybe you're going to find, you're going to, you forget, forget maybe that you wrote it down, but you page back through your creative journal and you think that is a good idea. And I still think that's a good idea. Some of them you'll read and you'll say, ah, maybe not so much. That was just a moment I was having. But I will tell you what, some of the most creative and successful things and financially lucrative things that I personally and others that I know have come up with happened in a moment 
of sitting quiet with a journal and a pen and just clearing the noise and the clutter and allowing yourself just to be in a creative, reflective, inspirational moment. If your world is too loud, then tone it down. Get somewhere where you can hear yourself think and where you can actually allow those creativities to begin to emerge from you. I want you to live your best life. I want you to be brave. I don't want you to miss your moment. I don't want you to think, you know, boy, looking back, I should have done this, I should have done that, the woulda, shoulda, coulda. And let's not live in regret because that's just more time wasted of thinking about what we could have done. You can start today. It's never too late. You start right where you are. Take those baby steps, whatever it is, but be brave. Take courageous action and uncomfortable action. Someone once said, just be uncomfortable. Wait, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. There you go. (laughs) Can you do that? Can you just be comfortable with being uncomfortable? So don't be such a creature of habit. Us human beings, we like that, don't we? Our brain wants to let us know it's perceiving a threat. And you know what is a threat to your brain? Anything it's not familiar with. Doing new things, you know, hiking, water skiing, eating something different, anything that your brain hasn't seen before. And so sometimes we're adventure adverse because we don't know what we're going to be in for. So be willing to stretch, be willing to challenge your own mindset because once the brain does it, then it can classify it as rewarding, enjoyable, and you can do it again. So I'm encouraging you today. Brave hearts, that I want you to live your best life. I don't want you to be stuck. No, I don't. I want you to go out there, change the world, take it by force. Don't just slink your way through life. Put your shoulders back, put your head up and say, yeah, I'm bad up in here. You know why? Because I am a daughter of the king. I've been created for greatness. There are seeds of greatness inside of me and that's how I'm going to live. All right, I hope this has helped you a little bit. Go out and seize your day. Get your morning routine going. And hey, if anybody listening, you're interested in one-on-one coaching or want to be a part of a mastermind, visit me at my website, dawndamon.com. That's D-A-W-N-D-A-M-O-N, dawndamon.com. We're having a great time in the mastermind, doing a lot of coaching, and uh, I'd love to see you. I'd love to see you be a part of it. All right, that's all I have to say. This is Don Damon saying, uncover your vision and live your brave. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.